At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VSIN Hour 2 alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is summer conditioning time. We've been doing this for two weeks. We'll continue until we've uh, touched on every single team in the league. And tonight we wrap up the NFC North with the Detroit Lions. And we bring out our next guest, John Jansen. I got to read this text. So I texted John today to ask him to come on the show. Okay. Look, it's a Friday night. Detroit's in the Eastern time zone. It's 11 o'clock back in the East. He does a morning show. So, you know, it's a Friday. People put his feet up. John responds, you reached out to a man with five kids and zero social life. Football and family is what I got, and you want to talk about one of the two. <laughs> John, we appreciate it, man. That is uh, that, that text made my day. We appreciate you jumping on. How you doing? Hey, I tell you what, the day starts at four in the morning and it, the best ending is the chance to talk to uh, Tim Murray, Sean King, another one of my favorite 99 draft classmates. Absolutely. I couldn't be happier to be on with you guys. Well, we appreciate it. Yes, anytime we could get the fraternity of second rounders from 1999 that are still bitter about the position players that were drafted ahead of them, which we have discussed and documented, uh, and I love every second of it. But we do want to talk Detroit Lions. Uh, Derek Stevens was just in here, John, and he said uh, about the over-under on the Detroit Lions. He said, hey, look around town. 
There's no more sixes. I got them all. There's a lot of uh, at least buzz from the hometown man and Derek Stevens, but you know, I, I get it, right? There, there's you, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, you, you bring in Jamison Williams. The way they were playing at the end of the year with Dan Campbell. So, it, do, are you guys feeling that type of buzz, that excitement around the Detroit Lions? It, it doesn't feel like, at least for me, this is a three-win football team from a year ago. No, I think this is this is going to be about it. I I predicted an eight-win team. So I think the over/under set at six and a half mm-hmm. at a lot of different places. I'm not sure where it's at, where you guys are. Yep, but, six and a half. Um, I I take the over, and I know they're not favored in many games, but this is a team that is extremely motivated, at much like they were last year in regards to the contracts that they gave guys. DJ Shark. He's on a one-year deal. Uh, you know, Jamison Williams and, uh, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, both rookies, both out to prove something. Jamison Williams proven that that ACL is not going to be an issue. And the biggest guy that is out to prove something, and when you talk to him, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't show the emotion in his face. But when you talk to him and you listen to him, you can hear – the fact that he wants to go out there and prove everybody wrong. And that's Jared Goff, because if the Detroit lions are able to win with Jared Goff this year, he earns himself the right to be the starting quarterback, uh, you know, pretty much until he proves wrong or otherwise, and he'll be in for an extension. If he doesn't, this will be the last year that Jared Goff is wearing a Detroit lions Jersey and the Detroit lions are going to be picking high in a draft class that's going to have a lot more to pick from. But this team this year uh, is is one that I think is really built to surprise some people. Are, am I predicting them to be a playoff team? No, I think that would be a little bit foolish. But this is going to be a seven, be somewhere between seven and nine is where I think this team falls. You know, I agree, John. And as I look at personnel, like for me, when – you have an up-and-coming team. I like to look at the roster. How much talent is there? We did the Chicago Bears yesterday. No talent. So I don't know how they win. They just don't have enough high-level NFL-caliber guys. I think the Lions are in a different situation. You know, DeAndre Swift isn't viewed as, you know, a running back that caught 62 passes out of the backfield last year. You know, people look at him, they think Georgia, they think, oh, he must be – in that line of Georgia backs. He's very versatile, very dynamic. He has to figure out how to stay healthy. Hasn't been able to play a full season yet. TJ Hawkinson, one of the better tight ends in the National Football League. Again, injury concerns. Two of his three seasons, only played 12 games. If those guys can stay healthy, that's a good core. And I think your breakout player is Amon Ra St. Brown. You go back to the end of last year. From the first game in December, He had eight or more catches in every game after that and caught a touchdown pass in five of the last six games of the season. So they have some young guys on offense that are around Jared Goff. Can you give us an update on those three players? Well, Amon Ross St. Brown, I'm with you. I think he's going to be the breakout player this year. We saw it in about the last six games last year. He got real comfortable, understood the tempo of the NFL game. He's a smart kid. He's, he's, He's determined to master his craft. And with the guy that I mentioned earlier, DJ Shark, when Jamison Williams gets healthy, uh, you know, you've got Josh Reynolds, Quintus Cephas, uh, you know, another guy that was hurt last year. 
he gets healthy and then pair that with TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift. Yes, you've got guys surrounding Amon Ross St. Brown that are going to allow everybody to excel. You don't have just one guy, you know, and that's going to be up to Jared Goff to distribute the ball and make this offense run at, uh, on, uh, you know, at optimal efficiency. But the thing that makes this offense tick and the thing that makes this team go is really going to be the offensive line. You've got a first-round pick in Taylor Decker, first-round pick in Frank Ragnow, uh, and a pro bowler, first-round pick in Penny Sewell. Jonah Jackson, your left guard, is coming off of a pro bowl year. This offensive line is going to be a top-five offensive line in the NFL. It will dictate tempo of games, which will help the defense, but it's also going to give Jared Goff the ability to do what he does best. He's going to have time in the pocket. They're going to be able to run the football. I mean, last year, DeAndre Swift goes down. Jamal Williams goes in and excels. He goes down. Craig Reynolds goes in. Jamar Jefferson goes in. It, it was plug and play at the running back position, and that was with you know, Taylor Decker miss, missing the first eight games, Frank Ragnow missing the last 13 games of the season. This is an offensive line. And again, you mentioned DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson staying healthy. The offensive line stays healthy. They're going to dictate the tempo of the game and allow this offense to be explosive, to allow Jared Goff the opportunity to excel. You know, John, Charles Harris, a linebacker, led the defense in sacks last year, and that was only seven and a half. So one of their Achilles heels was not being able to get pressure on the opposing team's quarterback. Selected Aiden Hutchinson with the number two uh, selection in this past draft. What are your expectations for him, and where do you think the defense is as a whole? Well, the defense is, is where they really lack some talent, and it's more in the secondary. At the linebacker level, there's a lot of question marks. But up front, I mean, we talk about injuries. Romeo Aquara signed a new contract, three-year deal going into last year, tore his Achilles and was out the entire season. Michael Brockers was banged up. Aline McNeil, uh, Levi Onzerike, both rookies last year. This is, a, this is a defensive front that will allow a secondary the opportunity to make a few mistakes. I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to have a tremendous rookie season. He is, and, and people will say, well, you love him because he's a Michigan guy. That's <laughs> part of it. I'm not going to lie. But the fact that the reason I love him is because he, he wants to be a pro's pro. He came in and he studies the playbook. He, he studies his technique. He studies his opponent. He builds uh, notebooks on each individual guy that he's going to face. And with uh, Romeo healthy on the other side, Aiden Hutchinson healthy. And, and, you know, coming in and, and, and motivated Charles Harris, you can't just sit there and say, well, we're going to try and take away Aiden. If you do that, you got to look out for Romeo, who a couple of years ago had, I think, double digit sacks. Charles Harris, you mentioned last year, led the, led the team in sacks. You've got to account for other guys. And the, the guy that I'm really excited about up front, that's Aline McNeil. This kid is going, I think, is going to have an explosive second year. I couldn't be more excited to watch them. Now, the question marks are secondary. What do you have back there? Hopefully, Jeff Okuda in year three, healthy this year, can stay healthy, can live up to at least a portion of what he was drafted to do at the number three overall spot. Uh, the kid that I'm, uh, another one that I'm excited about, Amani Orarie, the other corner, six interceptions before he got hurt last year. 
they have some talent back there and they're not going to have to sit there and be in, you know, defend uh, receivers for five, six, seven seconds because you finally are going to have a pass rush. Is it going to be a dominant defense? No, but it will be much improved from what they had last year. Talking to John Jansen, former NFL offensive lineman, second-round pick in 1999, just like my partner here, Sean King, of course, coldest, a Michigan man as well. Coldest draft class ever, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John, we got about a minute left. Uh, Jamison Williams, I know Sean mentioned him, but w- what is the latest on his rehab, and when when do folks in Detroit think he'll be back on the field? Uh, I, most of us believe that he'll be back sometime around week four, week five um and we'll when in a two weeks they're going to report to camp rookies report on the 23rd we'll find out where he is when we get a chance to go to camp we get a chance to see him run see where he's at in his rehab we'll hear more from dan campbell um and uh you know i've i've got a couple of sources in the building that i'm working right now so let's check back in <laughs> in a couple of weeks and I'll let you know a little bit more about what's going on. A couple former teammates on this coaching staff. Ooh, nice. John's got the inside scoop there. Uh, John, we always appreciate it, man. Uh, we know it's late, but uh, we love talking football with you and you got to get yourself back out to the desert soon. Hey, I'll be out there in August and I look forward to seeing you. There My he man. is. John Jansen. Always love getting his insight. A host on 97-1. The ticket knows his Michigan football, knows his Detroit Lions football. Seems excited. We'll unpack what John had to say. We'll continue our summer conditioning. The Detroit Lions today over or under six and a half wins. It's the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN will be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League now through July 17th. Catch the Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Newmans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll have updates. We'll have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout the VEASAN shows. For, for more, follow at VEASAN Live on Twitter and also check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, there's a game going on right now down at Thomas and Mac, and uh, you know a lot of people. Can you uh, call up LeBron, get him on the show? He's sitting courtside. <laughs> I think he's uh, researching spots it just, for NBA practice arena. I mean, can we? You is, know, when he comes and, you know, yeah, heads true. up the team here that's in Vegas. True. Can JVT, is JVT still there? Just bring a phone. Just like, I'm just. pretty sure if JVT excuse walks. Excuse me, Mr. LeBron. Towards LeBron, he's getting grabbed. <laughs> you think he's got some people or something? Excuse me, uh, Mr. James, I heard that you're a billionaire now, so. uh so Jerry Stackhouse in the house watching his uh, former player. Yeah, man. The uh, streets of Vegas are hot tonight. I'm telling you. Star I mean, power in town. Saw Lonzo Ball earlier today at the Bulls saw game. Saw Devin Booker out last night and laid in the tub in the club. <laughs> Guys having a good time. Everyone's man. here, man. Everyone is here. Apparently, Luca Garza is coming to Circa, too. I mean, it's the who's who. I got to meet Luca, man. I got to ask him. I, why didn't you go to Maryland? 
He didn't get recruited. I got to ask him. I, hey, man, our producer, he's a big Maryland guy. You know, I, I've seen him painfully watch Maryland men's basketball. And what happened? I want to hear from his mouth. Mm-hmm. All right. You can ask him. Yeah. His, uh, no, nah, no one cares. I was going to say something, but that was stupid. Um, didn't you bet CFL tonight? Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'll tell you after the game. <laughs> No, I, I have, he doesn't have the team have that's Ottawa, winning right now. I have Ottawa plus six. That's all right. They and were I just have, down twenty-two to six. They're down twenty-two yeah. thirteen. But I also have under forty-eight and a half. Two separate bets. But all right. Well, yeah. I'll take winning either one. I don't. So I don't, twenty-two. I don't know to, if I can win both, but I, either one will be okay with me. The Ottawa Red Blacks and the Saskatchewan. What I really like Rough to happen Riders. is this still will be a twenty-two thirteen game late in the fourth, and then Ottawa scores late. And just loses, but loses by less than six. Uh, apparently, Aaron just let me know <laughs> that <laughs> these are the schools that uh, Luca Garza decided between Iowa, Alabama, Notre Dame, American, which is uh, in D.C., and Binghamton. He was uh, he was not a very highly thought after recruit, so you know, give a lot of credit to uh, way to Fran go. McCaffrey. Way to, way to go, Maryland. Way to go. <laughs> Jeez. It's uh, not like they had dudes, you know, in the interim. They could have used a, a Big Ten player of the year caliber guy. That's true. That's true. Would he have developed into the Big Ten player of the year if he had gone to Maryland? I don't know. Might have did it earlier. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe uh, Iowa unlocked the uh, the Luca. All right. Well, well, can we, let's That's talk true. Detroit Lions. Uh, we just had John on. John Jansen. Always love talking to John. Uh, and, uh, you know, we didn't mention it because we were talking solely about the Lions, and maybe when he's out here in August, we, we could talk more about it. The new color analyst for Michigan football, so congratulations to John Jansen. So okay. uh, a Michigan man will be uh, calling the games, or he'll be the analyst, analyst I should say, for uh, those Michigan games. What's your level of excitement? You could sense it in John's voice. You know, when we had our guest on to talk about the Bears you didn't get it. You didn't get that that extra juice, right? The Lions were three thirteen and one last year, mm-hmm. but they've got a little. And I'm not saying they the team does. I'm saying the fan base, and they're not the only one. I know our friend Eric Eager likes them too. There's a little a little juice about this Lions team right now. There is, and deservedly so because of how they finished the season. Uh, let me pull this up. I'm I mean, sorry. they who was it? They pummeled. I don't have the schedule up. You're pull up now. I think it was Minnesota. The yeah, yeah it was they Minnesota. crushed them. And this was a, a Detroit team that, you know, ATS went 11 and six ATS. So that shows you they were playing some close games. Sean, they had the third best cover percentage in the National Football League last year. It went Dallas, Cincinnati, Green Bay, Detroit. I mean, Dallas playoff team. Cincinnati won the AFC. Green Bay went 13 and four. Detroit. So goes to show you that this team was battling. They were three 13 and one straight up, 11 and six ATS. And I think that leads to why you would look to an over the six and a half. Well, I think when you look at the end of the year, you go back to the 16 16 tie versus the Steelers on November 14th. Following week, they lost to the Browns by three. Following week, Bears by two. Then they beat the Vikings 29-27, went to Denver. That didn't go well. But then they beat the Cardinals 30-12, to 
close loss to the Falcons, bad game uh, against the Seahawks, and then they beat the Packers, even though Rodgers and people weren't playing, but they covered in a lot of those losses. Mm-hmm. And so you saw this ultra-competitive team that very easily could have, you know, gave up, you know, maybe decided, okay, we're just going to play the string out. But I think that's where you saw the energy that the head coach brings to the organization. Like, you still had a young team that was playing hard, that was trying to get better, that was trying to learn from their mistakes. And I think people have encapsulated that into their opinion for Detroit in the 2022 season. A lot of people think they're going to build upon the way they played the game and turn it into more wins, and we'll see. I think it's possible. You know, I don't know defensively, you know, if they have any shot against an elite offense, but because they got to get a pass rush. So that's what kind of worries me. So as we sit here, because this whole well, summer start, conditioning is about the, the win totals. Right. And, I, and I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a good player, but – they don't have anybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Aquara, the car, but coming the off an Achilles, injured, yeah. I mean, that's a significant injury for a D-lineman. It's having to push off. He has big men pushing against him, you know, a large majority of the time. So that's kind of where I'm at trying to figure out, will they be good enough on defense to win seven games? Because I think offensively they'll be fine. They'll be able to score points. I really think Amon St. Brown's going to break out into a, a, home, a household name this year. DeAndre Swift's. Uh, 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 excellent three-down back. T.J. Hawkinson's a really good tight end. Uh, as John alluded to, a lot of equity on those O-line selections. A lot of money, a lot of mm-hmm. draft picks. That group has a lot of talent. So I'm not as worried about offense. It's just the defense. I can't wrap my mind around a team that doesn't have a lot of talent in the secondary and up to this point hasn't really proven they can rush the opposing team's quarterback. So I'm still deciding, Tim. I had made up my mind on Detroit. Plus, I'm torn because what's best for them this year is not best for them long term. They but seem like if, the team, especially with Dan Campbell, uh, they tanking is not in his Right, it's not going to happen. Vocabulary. But if they go out and win seven games, let's say they usurp their win total. Yeah. It's probably going to be the sixth, seventh pick in the draft. If not a little further down. You know, yeah. so now you're probably out of the quarterback market because I don't know what else they can package except, you know, the future, mm-hmm. you know, to move up, you know, five, six slots, you know, in, into those top three selections. So they're going to be a fascinating team to watch. I do have them on my list of teams that I think I'm going to back from a gambling standpoint because I do think they're going to be a team that covers numbers because they play the entire game and they play with enthusiasm unknown to mankind, which is it's amazing to say this about professional sports, but you don't always see that. And so I think that gives them an edge a lot of weeks, and it kind of evens the playing field when, when they have a deficiency from a talent standpoint against their opponent. You know, last week we talked NFC East, and you're high on the Commanders. I'm high on the Eagles. Real high. And Carson Wentz for president. What's fascinating is let's take a look at the Detroit Lions schedule, Sean, because those two teams go to Detroit to start the year. Week one, <laughs> it's the Eagles. Week two, it's the Commanders. Week three, Detroit goes on the road to Minnesota, and as John kind of hinted at, and he's right, they'll be an underdog in all three of those games. They're a four-point underdog right now to the Eagles, one, one and a half, depending on where you look to the Commanders. Uh, not sure what they are to the Vikings. They'll probably near a touchdown underdog because they'll be on the road. But those first three weeks are going to be really interesting to me, especially those first two weeks, both at home against teams that are expected to, you know, you know, compete for the division, their respective division, 
And if Detroit can beat one of those two, you're going to start thinking, oh, this Detroit team. And 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 I want second game of the season last year, the Ravens in Detroit's first home game won by two points. And that was the sixty-six yarder right. from Justin Tucker. So I definitely probably will be taking Detroit plus the four. I'm a little hesitant because of what the Eagles did to me last year to actually use Detroit and Survivor. Don't, but I may. Don't do that. I may. Please don't. I'm just saying don't I may. Don't do that. Uh, I'll mention this, and I know you are not a big schedule guy, but uh, Warren Sharp breaks down the schedule for win totals, mm -hmm. for strength schedule. Then he looks at rest advantage. Detroit has a plus 11 rest advantage this entire year. That's the second best in the NFL. Sean, they play at Sunday at 1 o'clock every single week except for Thanksgiving when they have equal rest going up against Buffalo. Very interesting little nugget when you look at this Detroit Lions team. More on the Lions as we continue our summer conditioning next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Thanks again to John Jansen for joining us just a little bit ago. Keeping the Lions talk going. I'm kind of with you. I'm not all in on the over, but if I were forced to make a play, if you know Aaron's money was sitting here and I was like, <laughs> eh, eh, why not? Uh, I, would, uh, I would go over. I, I would certainly go over rather than under on the Detroit Lions. And, I, and I, like I said, I... I think that's an interesting little nugget. I'm not saying that's the main reason, uh, but the rest advantage for them, uh, n n you know, no one they play this year has a rest advantage over them. Uh, when you look at the schedule, just an interesting wrinkle, uh, not something to to you know pretend is gospel, but uh, certainly like so, the direction of the Detroit Lions where they're headed. So again, Jared Goff. Mm -hmm. Played 14 games last year. He was very durable with the Rams for the most part, but that also brings up another issue. Is if something was to happen to Jared Goff, like I mean, Tim Boyle is that their yeah, backup? That, that win total's not happening. No, that's true. Well, I, but you could say that about a lot of teams. Yeah, but there are other teams I think that can rely on the talent around the quarterback, you know, to, if you well, just think about mess the year, up. well, think about the year that, yeah, there are some teams that could be sustained. It could be sustainable, but think about, you know, the uh, Dallas a couple years ago when they had Andy Dalton, then they had Danucci. I mean, they were an absolute disaster. Guy, Nooch. Yeah. Nooch from James Madison, the Nooch. Nooch almost beat Trey Lance. In the, oh, in the, uh, in the championship national game. championship. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He had a big game that game. Um, DeAndre Swift, Swift really played, good player. He played 13 games last year, 4.1 yards per carry, uh, 617 yards. It's a guy who could really catch the ball out of the backfield. 62 catches. So for him, seven combined touchdowns. His combined rushing and receiving yards is 1,400. Can't last trust. year, 452 yards receiving. And 617 yards, so well under. But, yeah, what would you say? You can't trust him? Yeah, because it's Injuries? the second year in the road. He only played 13 games. Yeah. 
You know, so at that position, you're probably more durable as you're younger than you are as you start to get older. And he's not old by any stretch. But when it comes to any individual prop regarding DeAndre Swift, I mean, the fact that he's missed, what, seven games over the last two years, it kind of, you know, makes you a little queasy about taking the over, you know, just because he might not be available enough to, to reach certain milestones. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I like him a lot. 850 over receiving yards last year had 90 catches 119 targets 912 yards five touchdowns played every game i love amon yeah. ross i'm a Brown. big fan of his he is the youngest of three brothers is the oldest is equinemius who plays he's on bears now he went to notre dame right he went to notre dame the middle brother went to stanford and amon ra went to usc he's just a badass yeah i like him a lot I do. Like, I'm, he's one of the guys I got on my list like to be like a mid-round fantasy draft pick for me. You know, huge upside. You know, not a huge name, so you don't have to use like a, a top-of-the-first-end pick on like you would with Devontae Adams mm-hmm. or somebody like that. But he's their number one guy, without question. He's well, going to get the targets. Over DJ Shark? Yeah, DJ's like more talent than production so far in his career. And then what about when Jamison comes back they're, no, they're going to be so slow with Jamison. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I can't they're wait. not rushing. I wouldn't be surprised if Jamison Williams doesn't play a snap this year. Oh, I would. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be they shocked. They traded up to get him at 13. I know. They're not going to waste but a year. Let's just say things don't go as planned from a win-loss standpoint. And you're sitting there at, let's just give him 2-8, and 2-9. and nine. And Jamison is back to where he's doing everything full speed. But you only got seven weeks left. Why would you risk re-injuring your first-round pick at that point. I, I don't think they're going to rush him, but everything you've heard, at least around draft time, was that he's ahead of schedule. You heard John mention that, you know, they feel like fourth or fifth week. I could see this, Sean. They have an early bye. Mm-hmm. So they have five games, bye week, and then they're at Dallas now, on if October ready, 23rd. If he's ready then. I could see that. I, I can see it. Okay. I could see, I could see Dallas week seven. That would make some sense. You know, take a little extra time. Let's say he's maybe he's ready week three, week four. Take your time. Give him a couple extra weeks. I, I just can't wait to see. Like, you and I were in lockstep with Jamison Williams. I thought he was the best receiver in the draft. I, I he was. He's just one of those dudes. I know I just said badass with Amon Ross St. Pound. Jamison Williams is a badass. Yeah, he is. Like, he he played teams. He got ejected from, what, the uh, the uh, the Iron Bowl from from targeting yeah. on, on teams. And then... In the SEC championship, he's out there crushing dudes on, on kick coverage. So I, I think he's going to be a guy. Now, what I wouldn't do, I think 14 to 1 is way too short for offensive rookie of the year. Coming off of the injury, I know this year doesn't have a, a quarterback. So the, it, you know, the winner is likely going to be a wide receiver or running back. Um, I guess if Kenny I just, Pickett I starts. I, because you don't have an exact return date. That's, uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. touch And it. even if he's ready after the bye, I bet they wait another two weeks. I mean, they're going to be overly cautious with him. And then he's going to be on a pitch count probably when he does come back. I mean, he's not going to go out there week one and, and get 65 snaps. You know, so I just think because he's not going to be able to play a full season, I mean, it'd be very hard. Because I think some of these guys, one of these receivers is going to have a big year. Mm-hmm. Whether it's, it's I think it's Amon Ra. I'm with you. I think Amon well, Ra. I'm rookies. Oh, whether yeah. Whether it's Olave, whether it's Wilson, whether it's London. Like, one of these guys will have a big year. London's going to get a ton of targets. Hopefully. Because I mean, I'm telling you. 
Either Felipe Franks or Desmond Ritter will be the quarterback there week two. (laughs) Week two. No way, Marcus. Week two. No no way Mariota makes it through a full game. Hell. No shot. (laughs) And all bets are off when that happens. You know, I want to. Let's save this for the next hour because we're still doing the Lions. Because I I do think Offensive Rookie of the Year is really, really interesting this year because there is no quarterback that's clearly going to start. I mean, Kenny Pickett's. Five to one because he was a first round pick, but you know Mitch Trubisky is going to be the week one starter, and might and, and you think he's you know going to be have a hell of a year. So uh, we will see. Um, Aiden Hutchinson over under on him for sacks is seven and a half. He is the favorite to win defensive rookie of the year at five to one. Kayvon Thibodeau's plus five fifty. Trayvon Walker in Jacksonville number one overall pick plus seven fifty. Quay Walker eight to one. Your guy Jermaine Johnson nine to one. Uh, Devin Lloyd, who you also loved, he's in Jacksonville, nine to one as well. Derek Stingley Jr., Amon Gardner, uh, both sitting at ten to one. So he's the favorite, but he's five to one, so it's not that crazy. What kind of production do you think you'll see from Aiden Hutchinson? You know, Chase Young had what nine and a half sacks his rookie year, I think. Sounds right. He won Rookie of the Year. Could you see a comparable season for Agent Aiden Hutchinson? I could. Yeah. I give it maybe a thirty-five percent chance of happening. Who do you sorry, just in quick who do you think's more pro ready? Who's more ready to wreak havoc? Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau? In your opinion. Hutchinson. Okay. Yeah, I think Thibodeau. I wouldn't I wouldn't I'm not as big of a Thibodeau fan I know as you other are. people. And there are plenty of people yeah. who had their questions about Thibodeau. Um but I also think Thibodeau's in a better situation. With the Giants? Because uh Al Algil I forget I can never pronounce a it. Al Jalari. Al Jalari and um, the D lineman from uh, USC that's really good. Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. Yeah. Because now offenses can't. Aziz Ojalari. Right, sorry. Right, that name. <laughs> Teams can't. The Georgia kid. Just say that. Right. Teams can't double Thibodeau mm-hmm. because of the other two. The reason I only give Hutch like a 35% chance to usurp that sack total, which is seven and a half. I mean, who else do you have to block on that line's front? They're leading sack. Guy last year was Harris, the linebacker. So that's kind of the only hesitancy with Hutch. It's not a talent thing. It's not an ability team thing. It's like if he showcases top end pass rushing skills early, then they're just gonna put the tight end in front of him. They're just gonna slide the line that way. You know, whereas Thibodeau is gonna get singled up because they have other, two other guys who've proven that they can get to the quarterback. They did spend a second round pick on the kid from Kentucky, uh, Pascal. They did so. And and hopefully, as we as you heard from you know John Jansen, that Romeo Quara coming off the Achilles can get back to what he was in in twenty. If he didn't have to continually pound into three hundred pound men, <laughs> you know, I'd be more optimistic. But Achilles injury is a significant injury, and it's in your lower body, and all of his explosiveness and power comes from his lower body. So, just I, I'd be hesitant that he's going to be. The same guy this year, maybe next year. I think he gets back to being like the guy that they paid all the money to. Your favorite bet, it seems, right now for the Lions would be Amon Ross St. Yep. Brown over 850 yep. yards. Yep, and over five and a half touchdowns. All right, there you go. I think you can lock those in. Guarantee! <laughs> what is that, guarantee number three? We have the Bears under. Oh, that's definite. USF uh, over BYU. No, a, USF over four and a half. That's right. That's already happened. You just don't know it. <laughs> uh, Dan Campbell, 18 to 1 to win coach of the year. 
What do they have to do for him to win it? That'll be above 500. All right, there you go. There is uh, summer conditioning on the Detroit Lions. We'll talk some NBA Summer League with Chris Miles. NBA TV next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. You know, all the stars, Sean, are in Las Vegas. They are. For the Summer League. LeBron James, he's at the game right now with the Lakers. We've seen Dame Lillard. We've seen tons of stars. Did he invite you to dinner later? He did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing if he, he he asked if I could bring a plus one. I'm busy. Uh, you don't want to go with LeBron? No, I'm going to hang out with my dude, Chris. All right. Well, as I said, all the stars are here, including from NBA TV, Chris Miles. Mr. Miles, how are you? You're a busy man. They're putting you to work on NBA TV. Anywhere, anytime I tune in outside of right now, there's Chris Miles calling some play-by-play. Yeah, it's great. Had a great team, uh, Chris Haynes and Smitty. And it was crazy because Chris Haynes broke news on two stories, almost got a third one uh, during our broadcast. I tell people, <laughs> If you want to see some breaking news in, in basketball, <laughs> watch one of our broadcasts. Yeah, Chris Haynes is really uh, not not that he hasn't, you know, not that he wasn't a big name NBA reporter, but this off season, this has kind of been like his his time to shine. He's been like right there with with the Shams and the uh, and the Wojes. Well, Woj left the door cracked. That's he true. Just went ahead and walked in the room. <laughs> uh, so much to get to, Chris. So little time. Uh, I just want to start with just initial impressions. Of these rookie, we saw rookies. We saw Jaden Ivey yesterday. We saw Palo and uh, and Jabari yesterday. We saw uh, Chet uh, up in Salt Lake City. So, 
I know it's super early and it's they're playing against guys that they should look good against, but uh, is there been a particular takeaway and a, a particular rookie that has kind of caught your eye so far? You know, I think there's the obvious ones that you just named, but then I think about teams that might be contending a little bit more that you might ignore. And we had one today and Ochai Abaji, mm. the national champion out of uh, Kansas. I mean, man, he, he can shoot the three. He defends well, has that great size and has the right mentality. And for the Cavaliers to win, you know, be six games over 500, we always kind of ignore those teams until they blow up like the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, like those sort of teams. And he might be like that last piece that once he develops either him or Isaac Okoro and watching the Cavs together as like a team as a unit, I thought that was one that's like way far under the radar as a guy. Um, and as far as Chet Holmgren is concerned, man, I'm impressed with him because he is what I was told he was going to be. That if he plays on a perimeter, he's going to be able to score in the league and that the defense will come, but he'll defend on the perimeter. He cannot defend guys down low. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You saw Kenny Lofton Jr. kind of take him. Take him to bully ball town. He's uh, still developing into yeah. his man. Body. Uh, and he's going to be an interesting watch this year. Could very well win rookie of the year. Uh, Chris, you know, going back to Ochai Abaji, you mentioned you're going to Cleveland, a team that, you know, just missed out on the playoffs was a 44 and 38 team lost in the, uh, the play in tournament. They got talent. Like you mentioned. I mean, they got Evan Mobley. They got, you know, Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Colin Sexton. Um, could Ochai Abaji get enough touches there to be in the uh, the rookie of the year conversation, or is it just a situation where he could be really good, but he's not going to get the volume like a Jaden Ivy, a Palo, a Jabari Smith will get in the rookie season? Well, I don't think he'll be running for the rookie of the year, right? Like you said, it's the consistent numbers. I think uh, Paolo Bancaro is a guy that Orlando needs a 20-point-per-game score, and he screams that, right? Like, that's what it seems like it's going to be with him. Uh, Jay Nivey looks like he's going to be able to put up numbers in Detroit because they need someone to get numbers outside of Kate Cunningham. Um, but man, when you start to fill out, all right, who's going to be the five best rookie? I wonder if Obaji will be in that conversation. He might be like that different six guy um, that is a difference maker. So, man, I, I think, look, this last class this season was excellent. And I'm starting to think that this class might be really good, too. Yeah, I definitely think, Chris, they have some guys that are going to be even better in the NBA than they were in college. You know, you mentioned uh, Jaden Ivey. You mentioned uh, Agbaji. Those guys' games are going to be better because the game is so much more open. There's so much more space. So I'm, I'm excited about this class. What about some of the other guys, maybe like a Shaden Sharp, some of the guys maybe we weren't as familiar with because they didn't play college. Have any of those guys jumped or out? Shaden I know it's Sharp. still early. There, so Shaden Sharp, no. Um, he, he was highly – I mean, it's, look, it's one summer league game, and he got hurt, but mm -hmm. I thought he was highly disappointing. Uh, when I saw him, he just didn't have a feel for the game. Uh, it looked like he tried to go, okay, I'm used to being faster and stronger than everybody, and he clearly wasn't. That's what it looked like with Shaden Sharp, as if it was a rude awakening for him. Uh, he had, you know, one or two shots that I thought were incredible, but, like, man, he looks like he's going to take a couple of years to develop. He, You know, I think we'll see 
him be a real contributor in like two or three years. That's what I saw from his limited summer league play. Um, there was a guy that played for the overtime elite team, um, Barlow. I can't even remember his first name right now, but six nine six ten chose not to go to college. That I thought, hold on, who is this? How did they find him? And is this real? Like, is he a guy that in a couple of years can develop? So there was a couple of guys like that uh, that I saw that maybe fly under the radar. But as far as Shane Sharp is concerned, man, I was I was highly disappointed as a seventh pick in the draft. Um, it, it just looks like compared to Abaji, that it's their night and day. I knew Bo Cruz made it to summer league. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Another said Bo Cruz made it to summer league after getting waived. Uh, Benedict Matherin, have, have the Pacers played? What are your expectations for him? He was a guy that I thought had a real NBA kind of game. You know, have you seen him play yet? If not, what are your expectations for the Pacers' uh, first-round pick? So everything on paper screams he has all the ability to be a star in the league. Um, but, man, I don't see the takeover factor with him, and I think he's in a situation where the Pacers kind of need someone that's like that. <laughs> so I think for the Pacers, it would be great for them if he shows out in that way, but I got to see it first with him. I look at him as being, you know, 10, 12, 14 point player uh, in the league until he proves otherwise. Talking once again to Chris Miles, catch him on NBA TV. He's going to be a busy man. You're going to catch him all over the place calling games. And as he mentioned, uh, he'll be uh, joined by Chris Haynes quite often, a great NBA insider. Uh, and, and you get to sit next to Chris Haynes. I'm sure you talk to him quite often. Uh, he reported uh, a couple days ago that the, the talks had started between the Lakers and the Nets. Uh, what is the latest? What's your anticipation on the likelihood of Kyrie Irving ultimately landing with the Lakers? Well, they're trying to use the Spurs and their cap space and their um, you know willingness to rebuild as a situation that they could try to have as a buffer. That was the latest thing he reported today. We also uh, saw Ben Simmons, and he tried to, to talk to him during the broadcast, and Ben Simmons seemed to be in a really good mood. Mm. Uh, Sean Marks was there as well, and you got to think that with all this stuff happening with the Nets, that they look like they're in a good position, and you know that how that is when you're like, I ain't sweating this. I got something up my sleeve. That's what it looks like with the Nets and their body language and what's happening right now. I wouldn't be surprised if you know, moves are made in the next two or three days here, especially at summer league where the general managers are together at dinner, see them talking. I think this is the time something happens. Chris, I got the best fallback plan in America. Do nothing and line up next year with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons. I mean, that would be the best thing for Sean Marks. Uh, well, no, no, no. You got, you got your Kyrie out of there. Yeah. But if you keep, if you keep Katie and bring anything else in, that'd be great. You know, also, thought it was interesting what Darvin Ham had to say about Russell Westbrook. Mm -hmm. There's two ways to look at it. Maybe the Lakers are trying to get that market back up. Maybe they're, you know, have a contingency plan. Like, okay, we got to bring Westbrook back. Let's mend this bridge here. So I, I, Darvin Ham, the new head coach for the Lakers, really was complimentary about, oh, how he's going to use uh, Russell Westbrook and how he was underutilized last year, all of those things. 
He is Chris Miles. Catch him on NBA TV here in Vegas. Enjoy yourself, Chris. We appreciate it, man, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, I got the uh, 12.30 and 2.30 game tomorrow, so hopefully you guys check some of that out. There you go. Absolutely. Chris Miles working hard out here in Las Vegas, and we appreciate him uh, giving us some time. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. You know, I got a little, uh, I want to talk a little rookie of the year. All right. What do you think? We'll do it next year on the Nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.